You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at ICXA.org. Happy mid-March, everyone, and thanks for coming back for another edition of the QSR Web Podcast with me, your host, QSR Web and Pizza Marketplace Editor Shelley Whitehead. And you know, as a player in the limited service restaurant game, trends of all kinds are likely part of your daily diet, from the foods that customers fancy at the moment all the way to their technology preferences In fact, it sometimes seems like trying to pick a chameleon's next color being in this business. That's one reason today's brand of focus, Huddle House, is so interesting, because the chain refuses to follow the latest craze, per se, choosing instead to stay with the tried-and-true table tactics that have seen it through some 55 years now. So, Stay with us, because right after this brief pause, Huddle House Senior Vice President of Franchising, Christina Chambers, joins us for some talk about home cooking and staying true to your roots. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news, and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Welcome back, and please welcome also Huddle House Senior Vice President of Franchising, Christina Chambers. Hello, Christina. Hi, Sally. First, let's set the stage a little bit about Huddle House. As I understand, you're at or nearing something like 400 locations nationwide, mostly in the southern U.S., and quite often in smaller towns, correct? That is correct. Okay. So in a lot of cities where Huddle House exists, I understand the restaurants often become big community gathering spots. Like I think I read that even the name Huddle House is a reference to football huddles from the Friday night football games where everybody would all end up at the local Huddle House. So really then, it's probably no big surprise to those listening that Huddle House's brand promises include things like homestyle food for the diner who, and this comes straight from your website, doesn't need that next trendy thing, but instead wants a home-cooked meal. So, Christina, mm-hmm. how, in this trend-driven QSR world, does Huddle House hold firm to that promise And also tell us who your typical customer is who responds to that in a QSR. Sure. I think what we like to think of is just because we don't jump on that latest trendy bandwagon, like we don't have avocado toast, it doesn't mean we're not serving very unique, very craveable items. They just happen to be on more of that comfort food basis. And for our southern southern biscuit platters, and our sweet cakes, which are our take on pancakes in a huge size with flavors like Oreo cookie crunch. So all of these things are very unique to Huddle House, and we refresh these combinations periodically. 
just to keep them interesting for our regular customers. So we really never lack in new news or variety, even though we're not jumping on that next trendy thing. That's cool. So what kind of customer comes to you with that, you know, call? Mm-hmm. Everyone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're, we're in small towns and we, we gather up the entire town. The nice thing about having a broad menu, even though we're selling 70% of our items, our breakfast food that we sell, we sell it all day long. We also have other menu platforms, dinners and sandwiches and burgers. So having that kind of variety means that we kind of nix that veto vote with anybody who wouldn't want to come. We really gather up a lot of families. A lot of kids, teenagers, uh, senior citizens. We have a lot of folks who take the Huddle House as their kitchen. They come and they have that family dinner with us instead of at home. That's awesome, mm-hmm. you know, and, and breakfast is becoming such a big thing any time of day. So um, if, if you had to name one thing that you find most promising – even maybe a little exhilarating about the brand's plans for the year ahead. Tell me what that would be and why. Sure. You know, it's really, really hard to pin down one thing, but obviously I'm in development. So what's most exciting for me uh, is the fact that we're opening so many new franchise and corporate locations. Openings are always exciting. And, uh, you know, our big opening sales really proved to us and, and to the communities that guests love our food, our hospitality, and our brand. And it's whether we open in areas that we have brand awareness in already or in brand new markets where very few know us. That, to me, going into these new markets and having them embrace us with open arms is super, super exciting. And then those folks who who see us come into town, they spread the word about us. They tell their family members in other towns who then give us a call and say, hey, why can't we have a huddle house here? That is always exciting. It's exciting every year, but I think especially you know, this upcoming year with just the momentum we have coming into 2019. Um, you know, and beyond that, obviously, that's my selfish ploy from development. It's always <laughs> my exciting thing. Um, but we're also rolling out a plan to make it extremely convenient for our guests to enjoy Huddle House through the expansion of some digital initiatives, especially online ordering and delivery. A lot of I'm people, yeah, a lot of people think of online ordering and, and web apps and delivery as being in more urban suburban play. But uh, you know what? Folks in rural towns and in small areas in the U.S., they want those same things. And for the test stores that we have rolled out in, it's doing fantastic. So the fact that we're, we're planning on rolling that out to our entire system within the next year is extremely exhilarating. That is exhilarating. That's quite a project and an <laughs> undertaking. It is. And, and probably interesting to learn the how it goes so i'll have to keep checking back with you all because rural customers are pretty spread out too you got it they are uh so everyone has a smartphone (laughs) that's exactly right now i understand you've created also a smaller footprint store design so can you tell us a little bit about that and how it fits into the brand's plans to grow nationally. Sure. It's perfect fit with our plans. And really, the whole point of it is simply to improve the return on investment for investors and for our company locations. Now that we're spending a lot of our own money to open up locations, uh, we see the need to just bring down the investment cost, but still retain that design, that look, and that feel 
of Huddle House that customers love. And that strategy really supports an acceleration of restaurant growth. And we expect even better availability of real estate sites specifically because we can fit that building onto smaller plots. So it's not just the lower cost on the construction side, but also lowering the cost on the real estate side. So what areas, states, uh, areas of the country does the brand want to grow into that it's not in now? Well, I know you mentioned earlier that we are predominantly in the southeast, but we actually are in 21 states. We, we plan to stick to all those same states where we already have stores, but places where there is just a ton of infill opportunity to grow. So states like Arkansas, we only have five stores, lots of opportunity, lots of small towns, lots of communities that, that would love our food and really match with what our offering is. Um, the state of Texas, where I think every, every franchise in the world is in the state of Texas, we only have 28 stores open and under development. So lots and lots and lots of opportunity in Texas and, and North Carolina. I just came back actually from a real estate visit in North Carolina. We have 14 stores there we can easily fit many, many more. So because, again, our sweet spot are those smaller communities that are underserved with a, a sit-down dining option, that really opens us up to just a lot of potential markets where other franchises won't go and, and where our business fits well. Yeah, I, I see I see how that smaller footprint store also works right along with all the things that you've been discussing. Um, so it'll be fun to watch you all grow. Um, you know, I, I've heard that Huddle House has had, has added a relatively new sandwich line and it's two-handed sandwiches, mm-hmm. which I have a vision in my head. <laughs> um, what prompted that? And also, where do you think the sandwich QSR sector is heading as a segment of the industry? And, and where's Huddle House going in the next five years? Mm-hmm. I think what prompted it is, is, again, kind of what we talked about earlier with just refreshing some of our platforms to keep our food interesting and, and making sure that our guests who come see us, you know, multiple times a month, a week, a day, have something new and exciting to try. Um, and, you know, I think in general with sandwich QSRs, to be frank, there's just too many of them out there, too many sandwich concepts offering essentially the same thing. And I think that that side of the industry is definitely primed for a shakeout. Uh, for us, we're lucky we're insulated because we offer more than just sandwiches. It is just one line among a, uh, a pretty significantly large menu that offers a ton of options for our guests. So we satisfy more need occasions than the traditional sandwich QSR concept does. And, uh, and our sandwiches are available all times of the day or night. So if you want something like a very large roasted turkey bacon sandwich on delicious sourdough, but you want it for breakfast, you can get it. And that's not something you'd say if you went to most sandwich QSR concepts. So again, I think we're, we're positioned a little bit better than most, at least better than other places that you could go to get a sandwich. Has the brand ever considered going to larger cities? Because I'm, I'm in a larger city and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, why isn't it here? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we, I think, we know who we are. We know our brand DNA. And our, our goal really is to be just the number one choice as America's small town dining concept. It doesn't mean that we wouldn't, but I will tell you that when we look at just even in the 21 states we're in and the number of small town markets that have only fast food, they have no sit down, they have nowhere to get all day breakfast. 
we have found through some uh, pretty deep analysis, there's about 900 markets available. That's going to give us a lot of opportunity to do a lot of work over many, many, many years before we ever have to try and break into the more urban markets. Now, like I said, it's not saying that we wouldn't do it if the fit was right. We are going into, you know, some slightly more populated suburban areas. I think Pearland, Texas is a great example. It's outside of Houston. I wouldn't call it a an underserved market necessarily, but we find those pockets in those communities where maybe within a five to 10 minute drive time radius, there's a gap and there's a need for what we provide. So even if we are looking at going into more of those suburban or, or more populated markets, we're still looking to make sure that the areas that we target match with, with what our brand's DNA, what our brand promises. Wonderful. Um, and I would imagine with sprawl being such a huge thing, you know, every major metro area just seems to spread out and out and out mm-hmm. uh, that that the opportunities will continue in that vein. Um, Christina, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you a little bit about this long time and long love brand. I love how Huddle has has such a special place in the hearts of so many customers. And I'm sure that we'll continue to do the brand well in the days and years ahead. So thank you for stopping by today. And thanks again to our audience as that brings another show to a close for this week. But, you know, we'll be back next week with another edition. So stay tuned and have a great weekend and even better business in the week ahead.